Welcome to Holding Fast. How is your anchor holding today? Is it gripped firmly to the unshakable rock of Holy Scripture? Good to have you in the podcast today. Thank you for allowing me into your life and into your home, uh, wherever you're listening to this, maybe on your phone on the way to work. Uh, But wherever you may be, I appreciate the opportunity to be able just to speak some of the Word of God into your life, and hopefully it'll be an encouragement to you that as you walk with Him and as you experience what life brings your way, what God allows to unfold in your life, that this will be a good reminder for you on how to view those things. podcast today is really, uh, I, I guess you could entitle it, When God Blesses You With Trials. That's a bit of an unusual title. What do you mean, uh, Pastor, when God blesses me with trials? Uh, Have you ever had the experience in the past few days or weeks where God does you the great favor of an entire day of frustrated plans? I know in talking with people this past week that there are several that I'm aware of that uh, ended up in a, in one way that they didn't end up that they didn't think that that was going to be that way for the day. I mean, you know what I mean. Uh, one of those days when, um, and maybe more than one day, one of those days when things just seem to fly apart when it costs you financial or physical pains that were not in your schedule for the day. I read an article recently that I credit for this podcast because the author helped me a great deal in being able to frame it in such a way to counsel and give help to those that are going through these circumstances. And so in preparation for counseling with someone that was going through the exact situation where they had frustrated plans and things just didn't seem to come together like they thought they would be. Jeff Fairchild gives some great insight that I think is helpful for you today uh, as it has been for others. You know, it's those times that you really have to ask yourself, those times when your plans don't seem to come together, when things just fly apart and you're frustrated, uh, when you are going through uh, costliness in terms of Uh, your experience and physical and so on in your schedule for the day. It's in those times that you really have to ask yourself, as I have had to do, uh, uh, I would say, okay, Joel, let's see if you're really, if you really believe what you preach. Proverbs 16, 9, the Bible says, a man's heart deviseth his way, but the Lord directeth his steps. Or if I could put that more plainly, the mind of a man plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. Have you had one of those days lately? One where you envisioned a plan of how things should unfold, but hardly anything went quite that way. Now, the question is, are you still okay with God directing your steps then? Are you even okay with God? Uh, and your answer may have been like mine, and it's kind of tentative because I say, well, yes, I'm okay, but maybe your yes, as mine at times is, wasn't as enthusiastic as it might have been otherwise. Are you still okay with God directing your steps when your plans don't seem to come together? And are you even okay with God? Now, hopefully, if you're listening to this, you've realized by now that God knew you would face that time of adversity and trial. And in fact, he moved the Apostle Peter to pen the words of the text for today, 
in in First Peter chapter one verses six and seven. The scripture says this, wherein ye greatly rejoice, though now for a season, if need be, you are in heaviness through manifold temptations. Verse 7, that the trial of your faith being much more precious than of gold that perishes, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. Now, if I could summarize those two verses for a moment, essentially it's saying that Peter is saying this to, to we who are the readers. He says, you know, now f- for just a little while, y- you may have to have suffer grief and all kinds of trials in your life. And Peter goes on and says, these things have actually come so that your faith, which is of greater value or worth than gold, uh, which perishes, even if it's refined by fire, uh, that gold will perish, but that your faith may be proved genuine and may result in praise, glory, and honor when Christ is revealed. What's Peter saying? He's saying essentially this, those trials come so that your faith can be proved genuine, the real thing authentic, that your faith will be demonstrated to not be a fraud or a fake, but it will be real. Many preachers have pointed out to the flock they shepherd that it's much easier to trust God when there's no need to trust Him. In other words, times when everything is going well. Uh, When you have a good grasp of making sure your plans are unfolding just right, just like you wanted them to, when you think that everything is under control, be ready. Because one man said, quote, untried faith is unreliable faith. It's really only potential faith. The only way to demonstrate the truthfulness and the reality of your faith is through those trials. Now, no one would deny that we need God all the time. I think if you listening, you're listening to this, that that's probably the case with you. But I really don't think that we understand how desperately we need Him every moment. Uh, there's always part of you that may feel your need for Him, but imagine at times that, you know, I'm okay. And usually that thought, that mindset is betrayed by my lack of prayer, my lack of devotional time, my lack of confession of my need for Him. Um, And those are the times when we really demonstrate that, yeah, we have a need for God, but things are going okay right now, so I'm I'm okay. Now, I don't know that any of us would, would come to verbalize that out loud. If you did, you'd be like trying to those words get out, you're going to try to stuff them back in your mouth like a feathers out of a pillow, but especially after this devotional. But um, that is there that is a a faulty uh, a failing of every believer at times is that when things are going great, um, there's a there's a less of an awareness of my the desperateness of my need. So, What does God do? God graciously does you a favor by bringing trying times to expose the need for him. This is the way God works. And it's precisely because he does love you. Uh, 
the affliction you're going through, the frustration uh, is like a spotlight that just shines and lights up the obvious need, sometimes in a painful way, that you have a deeper dependence on him. I've taught many times from the pulpit that spiritual exercise is vital to building strength. Fairchild actually wrote in his article, he said, faith is like a muscle. It becomes bigger and stronger only as it works against resistance. The more frequent the exercise and the greater the resistance, the more powerful the muscle becomes. And so Peter challenges you there in that first chapter, to have proven faith, just as gold, which will perish one day, but as gold that is tried in the fire, and that's done so to bring purification, uh, proven, tested faith is the only thing that will carry you through when times are tough and the world doesn't make sense when your circumstances don't turn out the way you had planned, when you are struggling, when things aren't coming together like you thought they would. That is the reality of human existence, especially for believers. The book of Daniel is highlighted by the author as well as an illustration, and I thought it was a great use of scripture. Do you remember the book of Daniel when times were tough uh, it seemed to be unjust what was happening to Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Um, it, it, it was not beginner's faith that allowed them to give a reply to the king, uh, Nebuchadnezzar, when they f- refused to bow a knee to the idol that had been made. And so in chapter 3, verse 16, uh, these three Hebrew men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said this, O Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to give you an answer concerning this matter about bowing down to the idol. If it be so, or their refusal to bow down, if it be so, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the furnace of blazing fire, and he will deliver us out of your hand, O king. But even if he does not, let it be known to you, O king, that we are not going to serve your gods or worship the golden image that you have set up. End quotation. You know, it's always good evidence of your growth in God when you learn to appreciate the times of testing in your faith rather than resent it. Um, Where is your faith being tested just now? Fairchild offers a good prayer to use, and I'm going to leave this prayer with you. Quote, Lord, help me to learn everything you want me to learn from this trying situation. Help me to learn it well and quickly. And then, Master, please get me out of this mess. Unquote. I think that's a good way to pray. And it's a good way to think about things and to remember when God blesses you.